Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to introduce Miss Andrea Hatton. I am so grateful for your time, sweet Andrea. And Thank so you for having me. Oh, here we go. I always enjoy talking and you always have a wealth of information and resources and just you're living it. You're living it daily and you're walking with a community of women who are living through this as well. So can you tell me a bit about for those of, you know, I have, um, a Facebook community from around the world. So can you tell us about what you do and all the fun things that are going on in your life right now? So I founded a business called The Hive and it is a women-focused community and co-working space. And essentially we help um, women grow both personally and professionally, professional and entrepreneurial women. So it's both women who own businesses, but also women just in business in general. Um, we're not women exclusive, but I like to say the men that are members of our organization are focused on helping grow women in business as well. So we welcome them into our community, but there are so many other places in the world that focus on um, or help men and have for hundreds of years. And so this is one space in our hometown of Wichita, Kansas that does that. Um, we were uh, previously kind of uh, exclusively people in Wichita, but we've created a digital membership. So more and more people across the world have um, been interested in joining, you know, people that have friends in different states or are members that move to different states or out of the country have wanted to maintain their membership. So that's been kind of a cool, surprising um, twist in my business that I didn't expect. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the hive. We have a physical location, of course, um, for our co-working, but a lot of what we do and have always done has been online. So this transition has been a little easier for me than a lot of businesses um, because we were already doing these uh, twice weekly lunch and learns that we live stream. So the majority of our members were already familiar with getting on Facebook live uh, or getting on Facebook and watching these lives twice a week. Um, the only thing that's changed is that our Obviously, our presenters are not able to bring lunch for us, uh, and then they are um, doing it from their homes. So those two things have been a little bit of different working out the kinks than that. Right. And you are a mom too, Andrea. You are doing it. Can you talk to us about being a mom during this time and a business owner? Yeah. And like, it's, it's so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm a single mom. We, uh, I got divorced from her dad a couple of years ago and um, we have a pretty good co-parenting relationship. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but I have a five-year-old daughter and she is, um, it's funny. Um, she, has, she has spirit, we'll say that. She's got high Shakti energy. I just got back from India in January, thankfully, um, before all this happened um, in the United States at least. But we, um, She's very, she's very powerful. She's a powerful little girl. She's independent. She's very strong-willed. And I always say to my mom, um, where is this coming from? Because I wasn't like that as a kid. I was very like shy and I followed the rules. Like I never snuck out of my house. Like I was like a good kid. The worst thing you could possibly say to me is I'm so disappointed in you and I would never do the thing again. Like if I lied to my parents, I had to immediately tell them that I lied to them. Like 
they, they had to have a very loose rein over me because I was just such a like good kid. Yep. And not saying she's not a good kid. She's just very independent and like knows what she wants and she will go after it. Like no matter what you say. Yep. And so I tell my mom, like, why is she like this? I wasn't like this. She said, well, you are now though. And that's who she's seeing. That's who she's modeling after is seeing a mom that, you know, sets her mind to something and then goes and accomplishes it and isn't afraid to speak her mind and those kinds of things. So that was kind of, it's, it's cool because that's what we want in our, especially our little girls, you know, to be strong-willed and independent as adults, but it's very hard to parent, very difficult to parent. Yes, it's very challenging. Well, and especially when they um, are, are just so driven to get things done and it doesn't always impact you or work with your timeline. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. So one example is that she, um, she's a picky eater and I, you know, I did the whole baby led weaning, like her first food was avocado. Like she used to love guacamole. She ate, um, you know, carrots and broccoli and like anything I gave her, she would eat. And then all of a sudden just one day it went away and there was nothing. I'm telling you nothing I could do. And it was the same way when she, um, you know, would not sleep <laughs> when she was yeah. like a baby and you know, all the other moms were like oh you need to try this you haven't tried that and you know or like, my, my child did this or whatever <laughs> it really taught me that every child is so so different and you know what works for your kid is not necessarily gonna work for my kid especially my, my strong-willed kid Absolutely. and so i've had to kind of give myself grace as a mom with like she eats a lot of what is it annie's mac and cheese and yep. um, you know chicken strips and things like that uh so i so during this crisis, I've actually, I'm like, it's an opportunity because from previously, you know, she's eating uh, two meals a day at school plus snacks. And um, then she's, you know, so, so she's not hungry really. Right. right? She's not like starving when she gets home. And so when I feed her dinner and I try to feed her something that has vegetables in it, or that I'm wanting her to try what I'm eating, she's like, no. And I'm like, well, okay, fine. You're not going to, this is, this is the option. You can either eat this or you can leave the table and go to bed um, or earlier, go to your room or whatever. And yeah. she's like, fine, sure. <laughs> I don't want to eat it. So that's fine. So this is my opportunity now because I know this sounds awful, but like to starve my child, right? I don't mean it in that way, but like it's my, in my control, right? So like breakfast. I feed her what I want to feed her. And if she doesn't eat it, okay, fine. We'll try again at lunch. Okay, fine. We'll try to get at dinner. And um, that sounds like a little bit extreme because I don't, you know, my parents never had to do that to me, but it's like, she's got to eat vegetables. So this is like my opportunity to like, try it. You know, we'll see. Obviously I'm not going to starve her, but right. um, probably yeah. will eventually get what she wants, but <laughs> we're going to try. We're going to try to be consistent. So I ordered these meals and this is something I was telling my members. Because a lot of, obviously, all my members have a product or service for the most part because um, they're in business, whether it's their product or they're selling a product or service for someone else. And um, I was like, don't stop selling right now. People are still buying. I mean, here I am in the midst of, you know, uh, my business potentially, I don't know what's going to happen next month, the month after. Like, we're all in this together. We don't know. We're all trying to adapt and change. But I could have, potentially, all my members could just stop paying next month and that would be okay. Well, let's see if we can weather through this month. How many months can we make it? Um, but I've been telling them, you know, don't stop selling because even in the midst of my not knowing what's going to happen in my business, I'm still buying the things that I need that are going to help make my life easier during this time because that's what you need. You need an easier life in any way that you can control right now. And so I ordered these meals. Um, 
like for kids that are kind of pre-proportioned because I'm tired of making her a whole separate meal for me, yes. you know, and I'm tired of her not eating what I make. And so, um, so I ordered these and they've, you know, they've never been frozen and you keep them in the fridge. They keep for seven days after they arrive. They, um, I'm not, I'm not a salesperson for this business, but I just, it's as an example of like, I'm still buying stuff. I'm trying to adapt to the yes. situation and, you know, help, um, help my child during this time to have a little bit consistency and hopefully overcome this challenge that we've had of her not eating what I'd like her to eat that I know is healthy for her. So I've done a couple things like that. I got some of that like enough. It's like supposed to be two and a half servings of vegetables that you sprinkle on um, food. And so some different things like, like that that I've been trying. And then I ordered us some like microgreens I planted and then you can like cut them and put them on top. And one of them's like a rainbow microgreen. So it's like in a different colors. And so we'll try that. See if she'll eat them. Cause they don't really taste like anything. You just no, add them on top. That, that is, see, I, I say like out of these, all of these experiences, we're becoming more creative. We're becoming more like we're thinking outside of the box as moms too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing what it takes. To yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to be creative in like always as a mom, but especially in the midst of, you know, crises. Right I just realized my entire room is completely dark. So let's not do that. <laughs> Let there be light. I, and so tell me about working. You've worked from home, right? Like with a yeah. child, with so my, yeah. So my working from home journey is um, actually the entire reason I started my business. So when I used to be a teacher, I taught fourth or eighth grade creative writing. So I was literally around hundreds of people every day. Um, I worked at a, at a school for creative and performing arts. So I was literally, I mean, the kids were literally dancing and singing in the hallways, you know, doing like Shakespeare plays. They were playing music and writing and do doing art. There was art everywhere. And so lots going on every single day. Um, and then when I, when I had my daughter, I very quickly found, I we moved across the country to be closer to family, and I very quickly found that, that, you know, the new school that I was at wasn't a good fit for me, wasn't a good fit for my life, and having my daughter and childcare and all that stuff, we were in Dallas, it was really difficult. Um, it's very expensive for childcare there, and long, long waiting lists at any of the, you know, places you'd want to send your kid. And so uh, I didn't last very long at that school, the new school, and so I transitioned actually to working from home blogging. Um, so I started this blog that was kind of to help other moms learn how to, you know, work from home and that kind of thing. But I only had a couple of hours every day that um, we were able to still have childcare for her. And it was just really difficult. We were very isolated. We didn't have any friends there in that town. We had chosen to live kind of downtown and um, try that, you know, apartment life and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it wasn't for us. It didn't work for us very well. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so Anyway, when I moved back to Wichita and I got into a marketing job, uh, I, I really loved that. I tried to, you know, transition out of the teaching into marketing, back to my writing roots and enjoyed that. And, um, and I started getting more and more freelance clients on the side. And so eventually I got enough that I could cover what I was making at my job. And so I left that job and started working full time from home. But I learned from my past experience that I was not a stay at home mom. I did not do well um, working from home. <laughs> That's just laughing because she just saw my boyfriend Justin walk behind me and their friends too. So, yep. <laughs> that was the best, <laughs> best part ever. Like, this is what working from home is like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, hi, Justin. Hey, hey, boo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so far. Yes. So <laughs> you are like, you quit your job, you're doing all this freelance work. Right. And so I, I knew that I had to set things into place so that I wouldn't. So I guess the forgot the, the important part that I forgot to mention was that when I was working home from before with my baby at the time, um, feeling isolated, not having friends in the town and not getting out, um, I sunk into a very deep depression, oh. such a deep depression that um, her, her dad actually made the decision to move us back to Wichita. So he put me and her on a one-way flight back to Wichita and we ended up moving in with, with my parents. Um, and we had, we had owned two different houses, I think at this point. And so we'd been, you know, on independently on our own, you know, like nice houses we'd been doing, you know, well. And so to move back in with our parents was really difficult. It was very difficult. And with a baby and, um, and so we did that and, uh, and it saved me. I mean, it really did save my life because, you know, having that, um, support again and back kind of to the roots of my community. And so I knew I did not want to go down that path again of being isolated and working from home. I like to say I was not made to be a baby or a toddler mom. I was made to be like middle school mom. Like I'm in a rocket when all these other moms are like, what do I do with this angsty teenager? I'll be like, I got this. I taught fourth through eighth grade. I got this. But you know, like the baby mom and the toddler mom, I'm like, it doesn't talk to me. Like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, it's real cute, and I love holding it, and, like, it's very sweet, and I want to snuggle it, and obviously I love my baby. I do have to clarify that, because I did have a mom tell me one time when I was kind of complaining about motherhood. Like, we all do and should, I think, to vent. Um, she said to me, well, I love my kids. And you were and like, I don't love my child. Yeah, of course I love my child. So that's why people clarify when they when they do this kinds of stuff, because they have to, because they've been burned in the past. So just to clarify to the world, I love my child deeply. Right. But, uh, you can be better at, like, or enjoy certain stages more than others. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm really happy with the stage she's at right now. I've really enjoyed, um, you know, four and five has been really fun for me. And so I just knew that I wanted to set myself up for success. So living in these bigger cities, I've learned about co-working. And so I started, um, so I went to a co-working space that we had here in town. I knew that we had one. And, um, and so I, I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to co-work. And then that way I'm not working from home all the time and feeling isolated and lonely. And um, I do, just, I always have to clarify this too. I do love working from home. I think everybody should have a balance of working from home. What I'm not for is working from home hundred percent of the time. I don't think it's good for your mental health. And so I think getting out a couple of days a week and being around other people who are in business kind of, um, you know, bounce creative ideas off of one another, build community, that kind of thing is important. And so the space that I joined was, I like to say, I just wasn't their target market. Um, it was mostly men in the tech industry. They were coders, developers, software engineers, and they were sitting there with their headphones on, like typing away, like, why are you talking to me? And it was, a, you know, kind of a darker space, not like, um, and there wasn't the amenities I was looking for, for like audio video recording and like having meetings that I didn't feel like it was professional enough for me to bring clients into things like that. And so um, I always say it's a business idea when you say, wouldn't it be great if, and so that was my, wouldn't it be great if, and wouldn't it be great if there was a space that was more women focused 
yes. that was light and bright and beautiful and inspiring, that there was more of a community that had more of these amenities that I was looking for that had a focus kind of on your on your health, you know? It wasn't just this like um, dingy college dorm room kitchen, but like we're, you know, maybe having meals together and like healthier meals and doing, you know, having um, community and how important that is. And so that idea launched my entire business. And in four months, I um, built up the community on Facebook first. So I kind of have experience in like, doing that and that's kind of what I like to help people with and I'm going to you know right now in this I'm going to be putting out kind of a course on how to take your business online and um going to be kind of releasing that into our public group which is um the hive public group if you want to join you're free to join in that public group um and uh and you know, deliver some additional value to our members. So in our official member group, I've been releasing like little short 10 minute videos on how to um, you know, do a content calendar that you're gonna actually stick with, or you know, um, how to you know do Facebook ads, like a quick little tutorial on like if you just want to get started. I am so tired of watching hour long like live streams to get any kind of information about it out of anything. So I love that you're doing these for 20 minutes. You know, I'm in like especially as moms, we need like short, succinct, like, give me what I need to know, give me something actionable, what can I do um, to make this uh, time better for me, or, yes. you know, to make part of my life easier, so. Oh, it's so true. And so with that, you know, we are here in Kansas, we're at stay, we're in stay at home orders, or at least in Sedgwick County. And I assume so many one third of the world's population is under is in their homes staying in their homes or ordered to stay in. So what recommendations, tips do you have for those of us out here who want connection still for our mental health, right? But are, are right now being required to stay at home. What are ways that we can get connected with you, but what are some other um, things that you suggest? Yeah, so something we've been doing at The Hive and, and that people could do on their own with their friends is um, we've been doing a daily co-working hour so we get on Zoom at 10 a.m. every weekday morning, and we go around and we say what our goals are for the next hour. So everybody says, you know, I'm so-and-so, this is my goal. And then we hit mute, but we leave the video on. And then we all just work for the next hour together. Um, and then at the end, we check back in. Like, did you accomplish your goal? What would you change for next time? Um, and everybody that's been on the calls has said, like, this has been so good. I've gotten so much more done. There's something about, obviously, not everybody in the video is just sitting there staring at you, like, while you're working. Like, you might feel internally like it's happening. That's not what's really happening. But it's, it's giving you that accountability. And nobody's going to sit there and watch Netflix and eat potato chips while there's, like, a whole... 20 people watching you on, potentially on Zoom, right? Um, so you're going to get your stuff done and you're not going to get up and like make yourself five snacks and like go do laundry. Yeah. No, you're going to sit down for an hour, an hour and get some productive work done. So my advice would be, you know, think more in like blocks of time. You know, you're not going to have an eight hour work day with your kids at home. It's just not realistic. It's not going to happen. If you're working for somebody else and you're still having to work from home, um, there's, you know, you've got to like tag team with a, another parent or to do, to work some different hours or have grandparents help or something like that. Because if you're required to work a full eight hours right now, that's going to be very difficult with kids at home. 
Um, but for those of us who have more flexible schedule, entrepreneurs and things like that, I've just kind of been giving myself grace. So I have a two and a half hour block that I put into my daughter's schedule and I shared it on my profile. Um, but essentially, uh, that is time where, you know, of course in the morning we're doing like an hour of academic time and there's like quiet puzzle time and yep. like things that she can do, you know, some of that she can do a little bit more independently, but a lot of it needs like my assistance. There's creative time, there's outdoor play, there's like a balance of that kind of stuff, but there's a good two and a half hour block in there from 10 a.m. to 12.30 because my co-working calls happen at 10 a.m. I do some client calls or, or meetings with my assistant at 11, and then we do our lunch and learns from 12 to 12.30. So two and a half hour block that I need her to not bother me. And so she's literally, I am not joking, gonna be watching PBS Kids or something that, that will just, yes. you know. One thing, I, one smart thing I did as a mom is not play the TV in the background ever. I don't play the TV in the background ever because I want to be able to use the TV as a babysitter when I need to. And I, and I watched other moms, you know, before I had kids that just had the TV on in the background at all times. And so when they set their kids down to, you know, for, to have the TV babysit them for just even a few minutes, the kids like not paying attention to what's on TV because it's on in the background all the time. So that was, if that's something you're currently doing now and you're, and you're looking for a way to kind of transition into a different structure, I would recommend, you know, only using the TV when you want to use it as a babysitter. I am not against using a TV as a babysitter oh. when you have to. I think it's a really great tool. Um, and, and this is coming as a former educator. Obviously, of course, none of us want our kids to be watching, you know, two, three, four hours a day of television, but we are in a crisis. We're in a pandemic. So we have to give ourselves grace. And Amen. That is okay. Amen. Yes, it's the truth. And they will not be stunted. They will not. I mean, like this is just the reality and being kind to ourselves when we're trying to maintain business and, and maintain our sanity as well. Be kind to ourselves. And for little kids, like I really do recommend PBS kids because there's not, there's nowhere they can go that it's not going to be content that you're okay with. There's an app. It's free. I don't let her watch um, Netflix independently because she'll pop into something I don't want her to watch. Like she watches these like you know, teen high school, uh, like <laughs> monster high or something like that. I'm like, that is too dramatic for little kids to be learning. Oh my gosh. Right of course. Like, oh my gosh. gosh. And then YouTube, who knows where they go on that. So I do recommend if you are going to give them uh, you know, TV for two and a half hours to make it something they can't really go somewhere that you wouldn't want them to go. Yes. Or, um, what we have to do is Theo who's just turned four watches fishing videos on YouTube. Ah, yes. Like the how-to, yeah, her dad's house a lot. She watches cooking videos. She loves to watch yeah. cooking videos. So we, um, we, or what is it where we, Henry does it. Because you make a, like, playlist? Yes. Yes, that's she a good idea. Too. only watch that, and that, he'll just sit there and watch people fishing. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Like, but, so we've made it so that he can't get onto some, something that's inappropriate. It's a playlist. Absolutely, Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're still going to be smart, still set boundaries, but, but, but give yourself grace. Don't be like, I have to be the perfect mom and my kid can't watch TV. Okay. That's not realistic right now. Amen. And we're all in this together. All of us are trying to figure it out. So let's be kind to other moms too. Like 
we can vent and you don't need to think that you don't love your children or like, no exactly. one, like how do you we should have to clarify that? I wish no. that was like out of like, really, come on. I love ah, that. Right. Do better people. But I also want to recognize that you are creating community. We are creating community in the midst of a crisis, in the midst of a pandemic. We are doing what we can to be connected and just encouraging and inspiring and empowering others to do the same. Yeah, and something we did that other people could do in their groups is I made the high, both groups, I made them a COVID-free zone. So the only reason you're able to mention COVID-19 in either of our groups is if you're talking about how we can um, continue to grow our businesses in the midst of it. We're not going to share statistics on there or fear-mongering or any of the you know, like you, we have some members that have shared, like, here's some like breathing tips that will help you like during this time, that stuff's great, you know, any resources like that. But if it's like a news article that we don't know the validity of things like that, we're not sharing that in that group, because there is enough of that online right now. So our groups are a COVID free zone, still focused on personal and professional development and growth of your business. So that was like a thing a lot of people have been like, thank you, because everywhere else online is not a great place to be right now. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, Andrea, I'm so grateful. Our time is up, sadly. Mm -hmm. But I'm so thankful for your time. I'm just wishing you well because I know what it's like to run a business. Um, we have physical locations and then, you know, like I do online. I mean, it's just an unsettling time. And here's what we can do is show up daily. You're showing up for your members. We're showing up. You're, you're supporting people like me and the, those women out there who are looking for tips and tricks. So I'm just and the people who show up right now are the ones who are going to make it through. Like just be, try to be as consistent as you can and even show up imperfectly because people are going to love you the more for that, for being authentic. Oh, I just love you. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, have a great thank you. Day. You have a great day. Happy day. <laughs> Bye. Jessica. See ya. Thanks.